Hey girl, Heather Nelson here. Welcome to Life Conversations with a Twist. I'm so excited to build a community where I inspire and empower women who are going through hard times. I can't wait to share with you women who have unique stories and have overcome hard times in their life. So grab your favorite cocktail, lean in, and let's cheers to empowerment, ladies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Life Conversations with a Twist. I am so excited to have Nicole on. Uh, Nicole and I met, oh my God, I was trying to think about this. You were with Lindsay's team back in what year? Uh, It was probably like 2013 when I started, like, yeah, early 2013. So Nicole and I met in, of course, the events industry. She was a wedding planner and assistant, and then she left, and now she's doing amazing things, so I can't wait to dive in. Um, Nicole, do you want to tell everyone kind of like who you are, what you do, and why I even wanted you on here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually a local country singer-songwriter, and it's not my full-time gig, I wish, but I it's my side hustle right now. I um, I was in the wedding industry. I've kind of dabbled in a lot of different passions, which I loved, and that's how I met Heather. And um, when I left there, I went back to working full-time, and I hit an age where I was just like, I want to be pursuing something that fulfills me, my passions, you know? And for the longest time, I kept going... Oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could play guitar and sing. I've always sang, but never really in front of people. And um, I went through like a huge life change and decided I'm going to start putting like myself first instead of other people and kind of chase a dream. And so about six years ago, I just started taking music lessons, hadn't ever touched a guitar, hadn't really sang in front of really my family, like no one, a little bit in high school, choir and like a few talent shows here and there, but I was just a little too insecure to put myself out there in, in that way. And I think I got to an age where I just wanted to put that passion first and just try it out. And yeah, I started out super small, forcing myself to go to little open mics and met some amazing human beings that are in my band now who pushed me to songwrite and I fell in love with it. And now I just played my first country music festival. I played country summer. So to sometimes I'm hard on myself where I'm like, Oh, you need to be here. You need to be here. But I have to look back and go, this is where you came from. Like you used to be doing, you know, little free gigs, open mics, and you'd be scared all day just to sing two songs in front of strangers. And now I'm doing like three to five hour sets, you know, every weekend. (laughs) That is so exciting. So you always sang, but you never played guitar. Never played guitar. I'm always wanted to play instruments. So I just kind of started teaching myself through like YouTube and then started taking lessons and went to the JC for like music theory classes. I just wanted to absorb everything music, you know, because when you start older, you're kind of behind, you know, and I, when it comes to playing an instrument or even just vocal stuff, you know, there's so much to learn when it comes to theory and ear training and so many things that I didn't know. And I had not you know, kind of had ingrained in me from a child, like a lot of people that are doing this. So I am a perfectionist. So I just was constantly pushing myself to just like, every time I got a chance, once I got off work, I was at a JC class, a music, you know, session with my, my music teacher was amazing or just at home practicing, trying to get better. (laughs) So in six years, you went from, you know, just like having this little idea and, you know, passion around singing and playing guitar to being on the country, like the summer country music. Yeah. Like how freaking cool is that? 
I know. And it, it is crazy because I used to make myself sick. I would get so nervous just to sing in front of maybe 10 people at an open mic and making it to a place where I did country summer. There were, I think 12,000 people there. I wasn't even nervous. Like I was just excited. You know, there was like a little anxious nerve for like, Oh my God, this it's finally here. We've been waiting for this. And it was just so fun. And just to kind of reflect on that and the accomplishment of get doing that and not freaking out was kind of cool. Um, I watched your journey that weekend and leading up to it. And it's so funny, like how many people we know, like every time I see you, I'm like, oh, she knows so-and-so and she knows so-and-so. <laughs> but what was that feeling like? Like I just got the chills because I couldn't imagine like this dream that you've had, this passion that you've been following. You're now performing in front of 12,000 people. Like what were you thinking? Like what, like, did you have to just like breathe and take a moment and be like, oh my gosh, I'm here. Yeah. Um, I I'm hard on myself. So a lot of it was just like, we've been practicing. It's here. I felt ready. Um, we had some curveballs with the sound when we got there. So a lot of the things we do in our own, in my own band, we're in control of everything. So I kind of had to let go of control and there were some issues. So that was a bummer, but, um, just like we couldn't hear ourselves and there was feedback. So in the beginning, I was kind of like, oh no, no. But then I was like, let it go. Like, just enjoy it. It's not your fault if the sound's not perfect. Like, just have fun. And I did. I felt like I really kind of let loose and and tried to get out of my head and just go, wow, this is really, really cool. That's so fun. So you work full time. You work 40 hours a week. <laughs> yeah, sometimes more. Yeah. And now you, you're doing this. How many like... I feel like you're doing something like every weekend, like how Pretty do you much. balance all that? And how do you make time for that? It's hard. Um, yeah, my job is pretty demanding and sometimes it's not just your typical, you know, nine to five job because I'm in a commission-based position. So, which is new. I used to do like payroll office work and that was very like straightforward. I didn't have to talk all day. So it's probably why my voice has been like struggling a little bit because we've been really busy during the summer. Um, and that was like, way easier to like get off early for gigs and this new position is like a little bit more stressful. So it's been hard because I do my own gig booking, marketing, you know, all the social media. I, I do all my, my flyers. I create all the visuals for it. Um, and then I, you know, have to write the songs and figure out, you know, where I'm going to record them and scheduling a band. It's not easy. I will tell you that I'm feeling a little worn out right now, just because ever since country summer and before that we've been going nonstop too. So we had a gig week with three gigs plus a full-time job. So, but for me, I'm like, I have to pay my bills. You know, music is amazing, but even playing on a local level, you're, like, you're not going to make a living necessarily, especially in Sonoma County. I mean, we all know how much it costs to live here. Yeah. Um, so I have to hustle and sometimes I have to stop and go, okay, your body is asking you to rest. <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Like, okay, slow down. Don't take every request that comes your way. You got to kind of make time to like, also be creative again and, and keep the writing going and feel like a normal low stress human being, you know, <laughs> how, and one of my questions is I always ask everybody this, like, how do you make time for yourself? What I do is I'm a, I'm a true introvert, which is really weird that this is what I do. I really recharge being alone. I have a big family. I talk all day. I'm with a big team at work. I, you know, I rehearse with a band. I'm, you know, at gigs. You're, I, I love it. I love socializing. I love meeting people after and chatting with them. And, but it drains me because I am, 
I really love my alone time. So I have to set a day where I'm like, okay, this is my day. Even if I'm cleaning and doing chores, but I'm by myself, I'm, you know, listening to music or podcasts or, you know, whatever, and just kind of Zen out, do some yoga. I like to schedule myself some massages here, there, and, you know, just things that kind of help me feel better. Yeah. And feel more like a normal human. <laughs> your band um, is like your band all the time. And do they have full-time jobs too? Some of them. Yes. So okay. that's why it's so hard to coordinate schedules. It's like out of control. We have the, our group texts are just crazy, but yes, most of them do. Um, a few of them music is their full-time job, but they also teach to like students, which is like, you know, gigging is not their only source of income, but um, is a huge source of their income. So that's why I try to just continue to book. Um, but I, for my own, you know, mental health, sometimes I have to go, okay, slow down. (laughs) Do you feel like they're, they're awesome. I was going to say, like, how did you meet them through? So I started taking lessons right in the beginning and my music teacher, his name is Spencer, Bur- Spencer Burroughs. He's out of Sebastopol, like amazing. Anyone's looking for lessons for their children, like the most inspiring human being I've ever met. I went to him and within the first lesson, I was hooked. He made me feel like I was capable. You know, I never really felt that way. Like I, I was always just like, I'm not good enough. He, when I, when I first went to him, he's like, well, why do you want to take lessons? I was like, well, I've always felt like I could sing, but I want to make sure I'm not one of those like bad American Idol contestants that like thinks they're good, but not <laughs> But he always made me believe in myself and like, you know, pushed me to always just work harder and and write my own music. And so through that studio, I started writing songs. I started recording and some of my band would like play drum. David, he played drums on my, my first EP, which I was like so beginner and pretty much met them all through that studio or through people I met through that studio. And, um, they're, we're all really close and we have so much fun together. Things can get a little crazy with, you know, all the gigs we've been doing this summer, but uh, we truly love like being around each other and performing together. I love that. Where yeah. do you get your inspiration from your songwriting? Life in general, to be honest, it's weird how it comes and how that's why I do have to like let myself breathe for a second. Cause sometimes when I'm too busy, I don't feel like I'm, I ever get in that creative space and as soon as I get a moment to like think and be my own thoughts, it just flows. Like a lot of the times it's not even like, okay, I have like all these lyrics already. I'll just have like a word that pops in my head. Like, Ooh, I like that idea. And I'll just like, kind of go off of that. Like my next song I have coming out, I just did a music video for, it's like a total love song. And I had just like the word pop into my head. And then I just started kind of writing verse and chorus. It all, most of my stuff is like lyric based first. And then I'll put chords to it on guitar, you know, keyboard, whatever. And um, I'm not in love. It wasn't something that was personal to me, but I'm really good at like fantasizing like situations. I've always been like a hopeless romantic or I love the, you know, rom-coms and, you know, or like the sassy girl stuff. Like for me, I can hear someone else's story and write a song about it. And that's always like really helped in like my process. So I have voice memos all over my phone, me driving like, Oh, this is a cool lyric and I'll talk it and, or sing it in my phone or like your notepad, just ideas like crazy all over my computer. So it's random when it pops into my head, but just like any little thing could like, if I think it's a good idea, I'll write it down. How many songs have you written? 
well, I've written a lot, like lyrically recorded and like put out and like we're performing. I don't know, like 25 ish. Yeah. So I have a lot, I have like hundreds on paper. I just, it's hard. It's hard doing what I'm doing and working full time to like structuralize them, get them like performance ready and recorded as like an independent artist. Cause you're doing everything yourself. I have a little recording studio at home that I, I work out of. And then I'll also work with producers in Nashville to help me like finish what I'm doing here, but it's all money. It's time. So that's one thing that I'm like, okay, I want to slow down on the gigs and just get back to putting more music out there. Cause that's truly my passion. Like I love performing, but right now I, because I'm performing so much, I don't get to be as creative. Mm, interesting. So the songs that you perform, are they all your own songs or do you ever, you know, sing other people's songs? Actually a lot of covers because a lot of places that's what they want. Um, but I, I try to do, you know, a good balance of my originals and covers. And I always keep it like more upbeat, more of my upbeat originals. Cause a lot of these places, they just want like a fun atmosphere. Um, yeah. Most of my gigs, I always incorporate my own songs. So that's kind of why I'm doing it. We've had a few gigs that are like purely cover and I kind of want to get away from that because yeah. I feel like, yes, I love learning. I love other people's music. I love performing songs. that are like my favorite songs and, and it's fun to learn new ones. I'm like, Oh, I'm really like listening to this one on repeat and then we can perform it live, which is fun. But some of our songs we've been playing, <laughs> we always talk about on the band. We're like, we need to like get to a point where we can add some more stuff. Cause we have, we have a lot of songs cause we play like three to five hour sets sometimes. Um, but we've been performing them for so long and I'm like, I'm so sick of the song. <laughs> we gotta, you know, get, we want to get back to a point where we can like have more time to rehearse and add more stuff to it. And, and yeah, we're always going to do covers because, you know, especially at where I'm at my level right now, you know, a lot of people don't know me. So it's like a lot of people love the songwriter part of the gig, but a lot of people love hearing things they know too. So we like to do that as well. How long does it take for you to learn a song that is not your own? Not that long. It used to take me a lot longer. Um, like we have a huge gig in August and it's for a big winery event. And it's like one of the biggest gigs besides country summer that we've had. And they want just all crazy fun, upbeat, like dance country stuff. And so we're learning, the past two weeks, we've learned like 12 new songs. And a lot of the times the first run through, I've never seen them before. I just have the lyrics in front of me. So it's pretty quick, um, depending on, you know, how structurally complex the song is. So I've, I've gotten better. It doesn't take that long anymore. Um, to a point where I feel like, okay, I don't have to think about it the whole time. You know, it takes a little, you know, running it, a, you know, a bit and then actually performing it in front of people. Like, we'll, we'll learn a song in a day and then we'll perform it the next day. And I just may like have to glance down at my lyrics once or twice, you know, <laughs> but a lot of these gigs are like background gigs. We're not like, people aren't really like focused on us that much. So it's totally fine. Yeah. They're not gonna be like, Oh, she did not know that song. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I like, I, I used to be like more nervous about screaming up the lyrics. Um, it happens. I have like, you know, we have tons of songs where, you know, we're doing like some of our gigs, like 50 songs in a set. So like, there are times where I'm like, oh my God, what is the lyric? What is the lyric? But it ends up coming to you. And, and if you mess up the lyric, no one notices. Yeah. I just make something up in, in the moment, you know? That's like doing your, I mean, I could even fit the, forget the lyrics to my own songs. It happens to artists all the time, but so far so good. Nothing like crazy obvious. Um, so following along on your journey, 
I love your nieces are like, you're probably your biggest fans. Oh yeah. They're so cute. They're, even, even Lindsay's kids. <laughs> I know they were so cute. Um, yeah. It's so fun having like little kids as, you know, such supporters. Cause in their eyes, they're like, why aren't you on the radio? Why aren't you, know, why aren't you famous? And they don't understand. So in that their minds, they feel like you're so big, which is feels good, you know? Um, yeah. but they've always like been so obsessed with my music. Even like when I first started and like, wasn't that good. Uh, it was so, they always wanted to like strum my guitar, sing along with me. And my older niece, Bailey, she's getting to the point now she's almost a teenager. So I'm like, not as cool anymore, but my sister had, um, a young one, she's three and she's like totally into it singing all the time. It's really cute. So well, when you become big and famous someday, that teenager <laughs> is going to be like, that's my auntie. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> Yeah, I was playing her. Um, we were doing a cover of a Shania Twain cover and she was like, I like the original better. And I was like, Oh, I remember when like everything I did was so cool to you. <laughs> Not anymore. Teenagers are awful. <laughs> I know. I'm like, geez tough crowd. What do you think is like the hardest? I mean, obviously schedule is probably your hardest thing, but besides that, like what has been like the most hardest and challenging thing that you're, that you've gone through during this process? Um, yeah, it's just more of like how to take care of myself. I feel like I, I'm a perfectionist to a fault. Like I will never think I'm good enough. I don't care how many people tell me I'm amazing. I will always pick apart like every performance every, you know, presentation, the way it looks, the way I look, you know, I'm just so hard on myself and I have to continuously work on like positive reinforcement because even after country summer, we had the sound issues. I was like for a whole week was like, it sucked. It was horrible, you know, and I can't just like enjoy it. And I need to try to let go and go like, look up, you're a human being. You're not gonna be perfect all the time, but you're doing a great job and you come so far and I'm continuously working to get always get better. So I think that's the hardest part is that I can't ever just be happy with where I'm at. I always have to feel like, okay, that was good, but you could be better, <laughs> which is hard to be like that all the time. And, and it's not just in my music, it's in like every aspect of my life. So that's probably the hardest part of doing all this. Give yourself credit. <laughs> and yeah. I think we're our, our worst critics for sure. Yeah. We're always like, mm -hmm. but I think that's what makes you strive to like work harder and be better is that, you know, you're mm -hmm. constantly wanting more and you want to yeah. you know, grow those skills or whatever it might be. I think like, yep. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You no. should let it like consume you. <laughs> yeah. You got to have like a healthy balance, you yeah. know, of like that. And then like also giving yourself a little love and, you know, a break for pushing yourself so hard and going, okay, I'm going to forget about all that. I'm going to take a little break and actually have some me time and, you know, reflect on the accomplishments. So what are, everyone has goals. I know you have some, like, what is next for you? Like, what are your next goals? What is it that, I mean, what's the end goal? Well, so after doing country summer, I would love to do some more like festival stuff. That was so cool to be in a place playing your own songs. And we did some covers too, but like for people that were truly there to see music, you know, they're there to dance. They're there to, to kind of hear new artists. And it was so cool hearing feedback from just complete strangers. Um, it felt good. And I just, you know, we play for a lot of gigs that can be a little soul crushing. You know, people aren't really paying attention to you. And even though there could be times where I'm like, 
no one cares. No one come up after and go, oh my God, you guys are so amazing. We enjoyed that so much. And I was like, you didn't look like you. <laughs> so it's like, you know, those kind of gigs are hard sometimes because it's hard not to focus in on people um, that aren't like really, truly there to listen to the music. So I want to do more like festival style stuff or even just like gigs that are purely for people that bought tickets to see a show type thing. And then also the main goal is to be in Nashville more. I want to be writing more with other people. I write purely by myself most of the time. So to just collaborate with people that know more than me and where I can soak up, you know, their knowledge and and get inspired in a place that everyone does it. I know it can be hard to be in a place like that too, because you're like, you know, you go from more of a small town vibe to like, a place where everyone's doing what you're doing. Everyone sounds amazing and has something to say and write. But for me, purely just going there to like learn. Have you been? You've been in Nashville, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been a few times. I actually want to go back again soon. I last uh, fall, I went and recorded two new songs, uh, met with, I have a vocal coach I work with out of Nashville and she's amazing. So I get to see her in person like once or twice a year. So, so I did like a lot of music stuff and um kind of made I always want to make connections every time I go in the music industry so that was really fun like got to record in like a real deal like recording studio where like a lot of big artists record in so that was really really awesome as well is your goal to do this full-time I would love to but I don't want to be like a gigging musician full-time like a local gigging musician for me the only way I would be able to do it full-time is if I started making money as like a songwriter or, or an artist, like, and then that's very hard to do. Like I'm very realistic to the point where I'm like that to be, to be someone making money touring around, um, that takes a lot. Yes. I would love that. That would be the goal. Like my ultimate dream would to be like a touring country artist who's like recording, writing, touring for a living. That would be the dream for sure. You'll get there. Thank you. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it happening. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. <laughs> um, so um, this obviously is like a podcast for women. And yeah. the reason I re- why I started it is because I really want people to be inspired to like live the life that they love, to yeah. you know, do those dreams. What's like the one piece of advice that you would have for someone that has that like dream, that passion that's like brewing inside of them that just needs to come out? Follow your intuition. For me, I followed what I thought people thought I should be doing or what other people wanted me to be, to be doing for so long. I was such a people pleaser. And when I finally went, no, this is what I want to do. And I got a lot of pushback. You know, I went through a divorce and it was a really hard time in my life where I just, I kind of used music as like my way to, to get through it. And it helped a lot. And, you know, a lot of people didn't understand what I was doing with the music, they thought it was, you know, strange. All of a sudden I'm like going through a divorce and I'm, I'm, you know, chasing this dream of music. And I, I kind of shut people out for a few years. Cause I just got to put my life where I was like, I can't be this people pleaser anymore. I have to please myself or I'll never be happy. So follow your heart. You know, I always followed my head of like, this is what I think I should be doing. And when I finally listened to my heart and my intuition, that's when I've been like been the happiest in my life. Uh, yep. Agreed. I a hundred percent agree to that. And you, you see so many people living the life that, because again, like that's what you're supposed to be doing or that's what your mm-hmm. parents want you to do or yeah. that's what's the expectation. And it's like, no, like 
do what you want to do. You only like live once and you want to be happy and do the things yeah. that, like drive you every day and yep. do it. Yeah. Just yeah. do it. I love that. Anything else you want to add or talk about? I mean, honestly, no, this has been amazing. I, I appreciate you giving this platform just to share my story and my journey. And I hope that it inspires other people to do the same, you know, cause I was always hung up on like age. I'm too old to be doing this. Or like, I, I wish I would have done it when I was younger. And, and just, if you're thinking that, I don't care how old you are, just say, now's the time. It's never too late. Life is too short to be thinking that way. Go for it. Cause you know what? You won't regret it. You put your mind to it. You have a passion. You can do it. So just do it. Ah. So good. I am so like, I think your journey is so cool. And I love Thank like you. every day you like show up on my stories. I'm like, oh, where's she <laughs> at today? Um, and so I'll definitely like put in the show notes how people can follow you. And yes. I know you're going to do big things. I can feel it already. And Thank you, Heather. Um, you too. This is amazing. I'm so glad you're doing this. This is such a cool, cool podcast. And I love that it's for women and to inspire women. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please share this episode on social media and tag me. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share. I can't wait to continue to inspire you all.